Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm Jared, along with the one and only South Jersey slasher himself, Brian. Today's episode, we have guests coming to us from Texas, stars of the upcoming horror movie, Night. Please welcome Keelan and Major. How are you guys doing tonight? We're doing great. We're doing good. Very good, very good. How you doing, Brian? I didn't even hear you. My screen froze. Uh, well, everyone else heard me, so we're good. <laughs> oh, you did your introduction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Says, oh, no, it says my internet connection's unstable. Let's we'll uh, see what happens. Your Pennsylvania connection. Hey, I got it kind of good. Well, anyway, I didn't hear the introduction, but I'm doing good. These guys are doing good. And before we get into talking to Callan here, Jared, real quick, how was your day at Monster Mania? It was fun. The wife got to live her lifelong dream of meeting uh, Jack's teller, so she's happy. Good, good. I saw that picture. She had a big old shit-eating grin on her smile. She came out and cried, so it was pretty funny. <laughs> and we'll go more into Monster Mania on our next recording, because we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to do our reactions to Scream 6, because you saw it yesterday. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Hey, guys, did you see it yet or not yet? No, we haven't no. seen it. Okay. All right. And also, I didn't even know it released yet. Well, you're so busy making your movie, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, before we get into talking to tonight's uh, guest, we want to give a shout out to one of our loyal listeners, Rick Paul. And he recently started his own podcast called The Whole and The Whole Damn Enchilada. Yes. So, you can find that on Spotify. He has one episode out it was a test run he wanted to see how he would do and he sent me the link early so i can listen to it and rick you did a good job i told you your energy is there there was no pauses like that awkward silence you kept it going so be sure to check out on facebook the whole damn enchilada and also you can find him on spotify he's going to release be releasing an episode coming soon so tonight we have two gentlemen with us. We have uh, Kellen Grant and Mahir Corby, and they're here to talk about their upcoming film, Night, which is a horror film. And can we say maybe a little psychological thriller, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. So I'll start off with the questions. Jared, you can do the evens. All right. All righty. So before we discuss your movie, we want to know a little bit more about yourself. So we'll start with Kellen. Um you said you're from Texas, and um, is this is your first movie that you're doing? Yeah, I, well, I live in Texas. I'm actually from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay, all right. And uh, I kind of always wanted to be like starring in a movie and stuff, but you can't really pick and choose what movie you want to be in. So I decided to make my own. Okay, and so I spent like almost like a year and a half just studying film, watching. Uh, YouTube videos and just how to record certain things, how to get like the best possible quality on like a low budget and stuff. Right, and so uh, you're self taught then. Like, I know in high school they do have media classes, and these just a side note, these two gentlemen, I'm thinking they're like in their early 20s, they're in high school still. Um, so when I went to high school, they had media class. Are you taking any media classes? No, I'm set to to be in a visual audio class next school year. Hmm. All right. And my computer keeps freezing on my end. So apologies. I did hear you, but I'm a little laggy too. Okay. Uh, maybe you're okay. So um, you 
learned on YouTube as a lot of people do. They uh, like when I need to learn a new to do something around the house to fix something, I go to YouTube. So that's great that you're self-taught. Um, is this something you want to pursue as a um, like a career? Yes, for sure. Okay. I so, love film and I, I love things like this. Okay. So what do you see yourself being more involved with as you get older, the behind the scenes or in front of the camera? Uh, honestly, I want to be involved with both. Like I'm, I'm fine with being behind the scenes, uh, being in front of the camera is like being the star, like being the face of the product kind of, which I'm okay. I'm totally fine with being, I would say more in front of the camera, but I'm okay with both. Totally okay. fine with both. Okay. All right. And before we go further, I just, you know, I didn't, I was going to talk a little bit about this later on, but Kellen, so you are the writer, the director, and the main star of the film. And we'll get into a little bit about that, but I just want to let the audience know. All right, superstar Mahir with the, with the stunner shades on. <laughs> um, now, you guys both go to school together. That's how you met. Um is, I'm, I'm going to say this is your first like movie you're working on as well? Yes, this is my first movie. And, you know, at first it was kind of like, like, oh, I'm never going to be an actor film, or act in a movie. And now I'm acting in uh, Keelan's movie. So let me see how it goes. All right. And have you done anything be like uh, part of the drama club or do you have any acting experience? Um, nope. I've never been okay. in any acting classes or any anything like that. This is my All first right. time ever touching it. All right. So who do you who do you look up to like as a, a movie star or TV star? Uh, I have a couple, but I would say a main one would probably be uh, Christian Bale, just because how he can adapt to any role okay. and how he can be the character that he's acting. He can just like you can forget that he even has his own life and you'll just be like, oh, right. that's literally him. So that's why I look up to him a lot in uh, acting. Yeah, and just don't be the behind-the-scenes Christian Bale when he yells at the... I forget who, when he was making Terminator <laughs> Salvation, there was that audio of him just ripping into someone. And Keelan, who do you look up to, like, either in front of the camera or behind the camera? Uh, behind the camera, I look up to Steven Spielberg and James Cameron. Very nice. And okay. uh, in front of the camera, it's, like, Christian Bale as well. Okay. And also... Uh, I will say uh, Robert Downey Jr. Very nice. So, okay, so I'll put you on a spot. Your favorite Steven Spielberg and Cameron film. Okay, Steven Spielberg. I like this uh, movie called, I forgot what it was called, but it was about, it was about like the giant gorilla. I think it's called uh, like Big Joe or something like that. And it's about this, these people that go into Amazon to like, Capture the giant gorilla or something like that. For Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Hmm. And then uh James Cameron, I, I would say I don't know. I'm not I'm not a big I mean I like Avatar, but I think that's like popular demand. Right. Like everyone like Avatar, but uh, he's a Titanic fan. Avatar. He just doesn't want to say it. <laughs> sure. I love Titanic, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And, you know, Christian, like you had mentioned, Christian Bale, he 
when he gets a role, he really gets in a role. I don't know if you've ever seen The Machinist early 2000 movie. He legit like got down to like 100 pounds for this role. And then like two years later, you know, he's making a dark night. So, I mean, that's called method acting, you know, when you you really dedicate yourself to that role. Um, All right, Jared. All right. So night is a horror movie. Growing up, what or who inspired you to become a horror filmmaker? Uh, it's just been a, watching a lot of horror movies. Like when Halloween come around, just sit there as a little kid being scared to scare yourself and then tell your parents that you had nightmares, even though they told you not to watch <laughs> watch it in the first place. But it's just like when you get older and realize like it's like just totally fiction and stuff, like you just start to fall in love with it, I guess. I really so what, like horror. What was your earliest recollection of watching a horror film? Uh, Halloween. I remember oh. I was on uh, AMC and Halloween was coming on at around 10 o'clock. And I was like seven and my bedtime was like nine. I was like, mom, please let me stay up to 10 to watch this. And she did. And I watched it and it, it was it was great. Good, good. So you, you got started on a, a good a good classic. All right, what about you, Mahir? What's your earliest recollection? Um, well, I'll say probably the first horror movie like that I can say that touched me really like was probably Chucky because I was horrified of Chucky because even my family they would like be like, oh, if you keep you know acting up, we're gonna buy a Chucky doll and we're gonna keep it in your room and. And that would just scare me, and I would never misbehave again. So I'll probably say, the, <laughs> like the first Chucky movie, like I just still remember the feeling when I watched nice. it, and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't even sleep that night, you know. Have, I was have, just so horrified. Have you caught the um, Chucky TV series? Uh, no, I haven't watched it yet. I don't really watch like the new stuff that they put out for Chucky because I feel like you know it's a little bit like new era. I kind of like the old era of Chucky, like how it used to be back then. Um, yeah, I, I got you, good, like. You know? I was a little skeptical of the TV show. I'm like, how are they going to do yeah. a Chucky TV series? And I do not like Bride of Chucky, except for Jennifer Tilly. I do not like Seed of Chucky. And I, mm. the the two newer films, like he didn't look like Chucky. But I have to say the yeah. TV show, they brought it back to its roots. They brought back, like, I mean, not that he was in it a lot, but the character of Andy. And... It's a it's a fun it's a fun show. The first season was it grew on me. Second season was like balls to the walls. It, it was great. <laughs> so if you guys have an opportunity, I, I highly suggest watching it. Yeah, I might have right. to check it out now. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, for being on a like a network, the things that they get away with like shocks me. Like Chucky, like they're allowed to say the f word a certain amount of times before they get bleeped out. I think it's like. Yeah half a dozen times but then after that they'll just bleep it out it's it's really funny but uh the second season by far was it was a fun ride all right keelan it's keelan correct or kellen keelan keelan okay talk to us about night where did this idea for the story come from okay so uh night i used to make uh like funny videos and just like videos on my youtube channel and one time i, I just decided to make this fake trailer for this horror movie that was supposed to never come out. And then I I just realized that it would be a decent idea for a real horror movie. I just made some tweaks. I completely changed the plot. And I uh, 
you know, started writing a script for it and stuff. And I think it's pretty solid right now. So I guess we're like 10 months later, I'm actually creating this and putting this in the works. But it started off as nothing. Like it, it was never set to come out. It was just a YouTube video that I was making. Yeah, I, I watched your video and I have to say, like, I really like how you took like what they do um like in a lot of the horror movies like when you're you're texting someone and you got the chat come up and everything like i i like that it shows that you 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 know you you you're staying up with the times now hey you know eli roth he you know when night when um oh, what was that one movie he uh tarantino did jared uh uh with the grindhouse pictures there was death proof and then there was um it was planet called, terror yeah planet, planet terror, terror right? What Eli Roth did was like before because I think they packaged it as one whole movie and it was very long. But before each movie, they had fake trailers, and a couple of those trailers, one was made into a movie, Machete with Danny Trejo. All right, so you're off to a good start. You got a good concept, and then the next one, which people have been wanting for over ten years, was Thanks Killing. And that's finally being made into oh. a horror movie. So you got a good mind right there. I, I, I like how you you did that. Um, and then Keelan, you wear many hats in the making of this movie. You are the writer, you're the director, editor, and you also play the main character. Uh, talk to us about the challenges of having so many roles. Uh, really, there, there's no challenge. No, uh, like the challenges aren't that big to me. Uh, I edit like all the time. I'm always on my phone, always on my computer, just editing, 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 like all the time. Like I, I have a lot of experience with editing, okay. acting, not too much, but I made the main character like really close to me. So I'm pretty much just playing myself with a, with a couple of added on specs, which is kind of easy to do. Like, and uh, directing, I never directed before, so that might be the biggest challenge. Okay. Uh, but everything else, I, I think is is like I'm already like experienced. Okay. And what is night about? Is it n nightmares, right? Because you saw something and you could have done the character could have done something to prevent it. Yes. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like the 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 danger is real. It's not a nightmare. Okay, but it's it's more about like uh kind of like facing your fears, but it's like I said, like it, it's kind of like psychological thriller, like Hereditary and uh other things, kind of like that, like Midsummer. Stuff oh, like, so you're you're, like, you're so you're a Ty West fan. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. um, I'll be honest with you, I liked Hereditary up until the very end. Okay. Yeah, the, the ending is is horrible in my opinion. <laughs> Midsummer, I kept falling asleep. Every time I woke up, it was like orgies, and I fell back asleep. <laughs> what am I watching? What am I missing? Why didn't I watch this yet? <laughs> but um, I have to say though, uh, I'm sure if you like those movies and Ty West, I'm sure you've seen um, X and Pearl. By any yes, chance? yeah, I haven't seen Pearl, but I have seen X. Pearl is a lot different from X because you go from a, a straight up horror film to more like a drama and psychological. I liked how Ty West went with 
Okay, this movie's set like in the 20s. We're going to do the opening credits of how they used to do the movies from like the 20s to the 50s. It was very colorful and vibrant. But I have to say, um, Mia Goff's ending monologue for that film, like seven minutes, they did it all in one take. That was Oscar worthy right there. And it's a shame like horror gets overlooked in those categories for the Oscars. All right, so I'm liking your your directing style and everything. Is this going to be like a short film or are you trying to go like longer than an hour? Yeah, this will be a, a full length feature film. So said to be an hour and 30 minutes plus. Nice. And uh, yeah. All right. How many times have you rewritten the script? Uh, like, like literally like a trillion times. <laughs> <laughs> the guys are already set. Yeah. Like my first script, I looked at my first script and I was like, what was I thinking making this? Like it, it took a lot of tweaking, but now I think I finally have what would would be solid on the screen. Very original in my opinion, but also like shows heavy inspiration to other films. Nice. Are you is it like, you know, Mahir's already like read his his script, he knows what he has to say, and you're like, Up oh, guys, uh, I know we're uh, gonna start our scene today, but here's a new script and all new lines. Yeah, that, that that'd happen? be awful. No, that hasn't happened. <laughs> okay. Luckily. Well, you're off to like 20% better than Hollywood because a lot of times they don't even have the script ready when yeah. they start filming. So there you go. You're yeah. off to a start. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're on five, right, sir? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mahir, can you tell us about your character, Nate Mocker? Well, Nate Mocker is basically Josh Park's best friend in the movie. They've grown up since you know kindergarten they've been friends so their chemistry is like really good they have really good bond and throughout the movie you'll see like they have a really good friendship connection where it's like you know a really good bond and it's hard to tear them apart even when they're not even on talking terms they'll still look out for each other you know but nate's kind of a mischievous character you don't really know that much about him and there'll be there there will be scenes where you will see a lot about him but Throughout the movie, you won't really know a lot about him. He's kind of mysterious, and and that's why I like playing Nate because he's like mysterious. You don't really he doesn't show a lot of emotion in the movie, but he does feel a lot of emotions. And sometimes he acts on them, and sometimes he doesn't, and sometimes he just remembers it. And then when it's appropriate, he takes action on it. So that's why I like playing Nate because I feel like Nate, you know, he's unpredictable. One minute he'll be doing this, the next minute he'll be doing another thing, and you won't even expect it, you know. So Nate's Nate's a very interesting character, you know. And Keelan, you're Josh, right? Is that your character? Yes. Okay. So is Josh? Describe his character. Is he like a a goody goody? Like a yeah, absolutely goody goody. He's heavily inspired by uh, Final Girls, but I just want to switch the the role a little bit. Um, Okay. He's kind of like a like I said like like all good grades. no swearing kind of thing like just okay. like absolutely goody two shoes and is that how you are in real life like are you goody goody like uh get good grades and you know you go you, you go by the rules yeah I, well mostly but like i said i did have to change i i wanted my character to be a little different for me but mm-hmm. still similar enough for me to play it appropriately with my lack of experience Okay. Gotcha, so, uh, gotcha. yeah, we're we're similar. We're I'm probably like 
90% accurate to my character. Okay. So. And what about you, Mahir? Or how close were you to the character of Nate? Well, I mean, in person, I don't really show a lot of emotion. You know, I like to keep everything inside. And I just like to, you know, I have a filter where, I, you know, I could be mad or sad or whatever. And, you know, I'll still keep a, a smile on my face and get through the day, you know, as much as I need to. But I feel like, well, me and Nate, we connect on a level where it's like being mischievous because, uh, you know, Nate's very intelligent in the movie, too. You know, like Josh and Nate are both intelligent. You know, they've grown up each with they've grown up since kindergarten. So they both have the same, you know, thinking and the same, you know, smarts. But I feel like Nate is just always one step ahead of everything. And I feel like me and they are kind of on a different thing where it's like he doesn't like to share anything to anyone he always likes he keeps us sm his circle small okay. and he doesn't really trust a lot of people you know so i feel like me and they i tried to change up like keelan said change up a couple things with myself and the character mm -hmm. but on on some level we are kind of related you know but yeah gotcha gotcha um <clears throat> excuse me so keelan uh how did you find the other actors to play mark um so there's Nate, who is obviously Mahir. You're you're uh, Jay. Then we got Mark and CJ. So how did you find those actors? Or are they friends of yours as well? Yes, they're friends of mine. I well, one thing about a uh, low budget filmmaking, they say like you can't afford actors. Just give people you know and make yeah. sure that the roles are very similar to them because you know none of these are like. Like they don't have very much experience, which I was totally fine with. And uh, so I made everyone pretty much uh, friends in the movie, kind of like okay. how we are in real life. All right, good. And uh, so we had that connection. You had the chemistry, which helps. Um, yeah, it helps do they too. have any experience? Like, are they in the drama club? Well, the care the the person who plays Jay actually was in uh, theater, so okay. he has somewhat experience. Okay, but Here, everyone you, else is kind of like me. I'll give you a little bit of advice. So if you you know you want to continue making films, there's a very good website called Backstage.com. Um, it is a website for actors to find work. Uh, people like directors, uh, writers looking to hire people for for film roles, and there's a filter that you can choose um union non-union and and until you get to the where you want to be like you say you you go to college for this and you're making a film and obviously you're not going to have a lot of money check the non-union roles okay and when you reach out to them of course you tell them like this is the kind of film you're going to be making uh it's a student project i can't afford to pay you but you know, obviously, I could pay for gas, lodging, uh, the you know, food. Because I, I, I did a Friday Thirteenth fan film a couple years ago. It was a short, like twelve minutes, and I was only casting for two people other than the person playing Jason. And I got both of them were out of New York City, and we just paid for uh, their hotel, gas, and like I said, we 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 bought them like lunch and dinner. And it was we shot on um, the first day of shooting was more B-roll footage and pretty much the majority scenes of Jason in the woods. And then like the second day was with the actors and 
they'll send you their demo reels or they might have the demo reels on their profile. So when you get to where you want to go, like making another film, take a look at this at backstage.com. Okay. We'll do. Will there be any challenging scenes to film? Uh, yes. <laughs> there will Absolutely. Be. <laughs> I mean, we I have... feel like if the scene is going to be good, you know, it has to have some type of challenge to it, you know, whether it's the acting, the props, the, the scenery, you know, so. Are there any practical effects you're using in the film? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Heavy, heavy, heavy practical effects. Okay. And do you have... Uh someone in charge of that for those effects or are you doing that yeah i'm i'm doing it currently uh but hopefully we can get someone else to take charge of it as well okay very nice very nice yeah our when um i did the the the, the fan film the challenging scene was really the kill scene. It was like one and yeah. done. We have to get it right. So the night before we practiced with the blood capsules and the splurting, um, basically they were in an embrace and Jason, Jason um, shoots him with a spear gun. So you see this, you see him shoot the spear gun from a wide angle. Obviously you don't see it hitting them, but you see the aftermath. So we have, we had a second spear where we cut it in half and the first half was through the actor's shirt and um, uh, whatever Dave Brown used to hold the back of it. And then the, the tip of the spear was through the back of the female. And we had a little tube that was supposed to have blood trickle down, but it wasn't working right. Plus, it was hot that day. So it started to come apart, you know, but the final product was was really good so um again it's going to be challenging but just uh all i can say is like pre-plan it you know have a little outline of how you want it to go now with the equipment you're using are you shooting this like on your phone or do you have like a, a camera how how are you doing all that it will be found on a camera and phone okay as of right now uh i, I wanted to kind of make it a little like I don't know, like grungy. Okay. A little bit, so I will switch uh in between. Oh, nice! I like that. I like that. So you got like you, so basically, it's like professional, you know, uh, pro camera, and then you have the cell phone to kind of make it like what they call guerrilla style shooting. In a way. oh yeah, yes, yes, very very nice. Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. So let me see some numbers. Uh, we already did eight, so you're on. We, yeah, we did eight. Okay. Um. So. A lot of filmmakers, they use Kickstarter, Indiegogo. Have you used that at all? Or are you planning on to using it? Or is it all self-funded? It's self-funded as of right now. But, uh, I mean, I would try to start, like, a GoFundMe. Kickstarter and Indiegogo hasn't been working uh, that well with me right now. So I just, okay. like, just self-funded it. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. I got to ask you, Mahir, do you have any scenes in this film that, you know, the ladies are going to be like, man, who's this guy? Who's this stud? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can say that because, like, you know, but <laughs> we will definitely have something like that. I, I can say that. We'll, we'll most likely have something like that. So yeah. how, are, how are, obviously, I'm sure people in school, your peers, know about the filming. Like, how has the support been from your family, friends, teachers? 
support has been like really nice, really, really nice. It made me feel nice to know that I have supporters. Almost every day I go to school and they're like, when's the movie coming out? When's the com- movie coming out? And I'm like, chill, chill. You know, it's going to come on. <laughs> come out. Nice. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. It's been a lot of support, especially from my mom and, and oh, good. family and everything. Yeah. What about you, Mahir? We've also had um, – the support has been really good. You know, a lot of people have been asking me, like, uh, you know, questions about the movie, you know, like how Keelan said, when's it coming out? And also, one of Keelan's teachers actually has been supporting him throughout the movie and has been telling him, you know, sending him a lot of stuff, saying, like, that he's a big fan of what he's doing, so – it's just good to see that we have a lot of grown-ups perspective from the movie and good. that we have a lot of support good. from the older people that, you know, have a lot of experience. And also to help get the, um, you know, your your movie out in a broader audience, there's a lot of groups, um, if you haven't checked out already, like look up like groups for like independent filmmakers, okay? Like the, all those groups, just use those keywords, okay? Like indie films, independent films, and join those groups and start sharing your stuff and, you know, create a Facebook page if you haven't already. I know you had the Instagram page is how you found me, which is, yeah. you know, again, thank you. You reached out to us and, you know, you came across our little, our little horror podcast channel. Um, also to get some more, um, uh, what's the word, coverage in your area, reach out to your local, you know, newspaper, you know, have someone come out and interview you. It's yeah. a good way for self Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely look into that. I think we're getting a lot of, we're, we're always messaging people. We're always emailing people, you know, about the movie, about, you know, several interviews, podcasts, um, you know, promotions, mm-hmm. and always trying to partner with people. And we're just trying to make the movie as best as possible, you know. Yeah, with, you know, obviously, and, anything you have that you put out on YouTube, or if you have a Facebook page, like, I don't, do you guys have a Facebook page? Uh, no, no. Uh, just Instagram. Okay. You know, we'll be more than happy to share to help, you know, get you uh, some more exposure. Yeah, we appreciate that. So this is a little off topic, but uh, in Jersey, we have a famous director that came out of film school for doing something very close to what you're doing. Do you guys ever hear of Kevin Smith? Oh, yeah. The the creator of Clerks. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. Clerks was just a random student film that he made. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. When I was looking up uh film video uh, vi- film videos on YouTube, that came up like like crazy, like low budget, like that's like the staple of low budget filmmaking. Yeah, I think yeah, he did it with it. a VHS camcorder, if I'm right. Oh really? I didn't. Even and know then that. he wow. casted <laughs> all his friends, yep. but wrote roles like you said as they already are. So yeah. it all came together, and it turned into this colossal hit that th- threw him through the stratosphere. Yeah, and I mean, this this, guy, this just feels like that right now. Yeah, he sold his entire comic book collection to help fund this film. Comics that, in today's value, would be worth thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. But if you've seen Clerks, you can't get more grill style shooting than that you know <laughs> i mean yeah. he he did shoot it at the place i believe it's yeah he did shoot it at where he worked yep at, where he worked at the, video, yeah. at the video store next door and he had like you know half a dozen of his friends in that film like who would go on to be other characters in his films like little small roles and because of him you know they basically had jobs for the rest of his their lives mm-hmm. because one two of them uh mike and Walt, were the manager of the secret stash in red bank yeah and then went on to make comic book men 
Huh? So that you could be you could be the Texas Kevin Smith. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the goal. You know, if we can make a movie with not that much of a budget, we could. It could just shows like it just shows that you don't need all that fancy stuff and all that's you know high budget things for a movie. You just yeah. need people that you can work with and some you know decent equipment, and you're all good to go. You know, you don't need all that high. Well, high look tech at stuff. um, I think. With the success, and even and this is in the horror genre, but with the success of Terrifier Two, it was made for I think like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, maybe a little bit more, but wow. it made like forty million dollars. Uh, and that movie was gruesome. It was gruesome. It was I mean, I like movie. the character of Art. I'm not into like the gore porn per se. It fits that mm-hmm. character, but it's 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 these independent filmmakers that are giving Hollywood a run for their money. You don't need to, you don't need a $500 million film to be success, successful. Exactly. Uh, what you need to be successful is having heart and determination. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we have a lot of that. So I feel like our movie is going to be ending up as a good product. You know, we're going to, you know, make something good. Yeah. The, big, that much stuff. the biggest thing I could tell you is, is where all, all horror, even everything, but mainly in horror Make us give a shit about the characters. Yes. Because oh. it, when you don't is when it just it's cheap and you don't care. It's the like l- look at the Stranger Things. The reason why Stranger Things is so huge is because they took the time for us to give a shit about these characters. Whereas yeah. other series fail because we don't care. You didn't take yeah. the time. Yada yada yada. So that that would be my biggest idea for you guys with this would be make us care about these people i'm actually yep. glad you said that because that was the uh the big goal of mine was to make people care about the characters yeah like i want to get upset when someone dies exactly yeah. um like i'm a big friday the 13th fan and like the last time we got a movie was in 2009 and I didn't give a crap about any of the characters that died except for the fake final girl. Cause I, I liked her character. Oh, yeah. The, the newer fans, they want just blood and guts. The original, my, my favorite movies out of the franchise are the first four, but in that, in that era, there was character buildup. You, you did like, this certain person and you didn't like when they died and you now we have these fan films of friday 13th and they're going the route of let's have each kill better than the last but the characters suck uh my friend dave made a film called his name was jason that took it back to those roots and there were three central actors you got to know them and i knew they weren't going to make it out alive your friend I made felt, that yeah yeah. Uh, you, yeah. 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 Seen seen oh, really? Sackhead yeah. Jason? Yes. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, thank you. I have to talk to I, you all I do is watch all I do is watch like fan films and short you, films. Then if you if you saw it, you saw my 10 second cameo in it in the Niner. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like a lot of people said, Oh, there's too much of the guys just talking. We want kills. Well, that's not how yeah. the 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 um the movie franchise started out. And when he did the film premiere, he had a couple of the alumni come to the movie premiere and they praised him for taking it back to the roots. We really love those characters and we hated the fact that they had to die. So, all right. All right. We actually started out with, 
we actually started out with horror, uh, short films. Keelan oh. made a couple of short films just to get the memo of filming and, and all that and editing. And I, and I uh, started one of them. It's over. And, and it ended up pretty good. We actually got a lot of support over it. And nice. we just showed them that that's a scratch of what the movie is going to be. And, and are when these... we take the time to make the movie, like those are just quick here and there short films just to practice with all that and get the memo of recording and all that. But when we take the time to make the movie, it's going to end up really well. Okay. And can we find these videos on YouTube or anything? Yes. Uh yeah. Okay. What's um and we'll give you um uh, at the end we'll give you uh the the floor to promote all that, but I just want to see yeah, we can find them. All right, Jared, you got the uh I got the last, last question. question. Yeah. So, what is your plan for the release of Night? Will you submit it to film festivals? Where can our listeners watch it when you finish? Okay, uh Night is hopefully going to be in film festivals, but my biggest goal is to get it onto Amazon Prime and maybe Tubi. Nice. That's awesome. That's 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 really, I like the way you're going. And let me say, Tubi's got some good content out there lately. Yeah. You know, like, Love if Tubi. I can't, if I can't find anything on the 20 other streaming platforms I have, <laughs> I usually find something good on Tubi. I do wish they had like a an option to not have commercials because who's ever in charge of the the commercial breaks do it at the worst time <laughs> yeah and it's yeah. they're we at the most yeah. climatic yeah. part of the movie yeah <laughs> they're wasting so happen. much money too because it's always the same ad yeah over yeah. and over and over and over i'm like you couldn't sell more ad space to another company like what are you doing yeah but that's just my but you know what i bet i bet you now that i say it next month Tubi's gonna have a ad-free <laughs> platform you know so all right uh so that's that's awesome that you want to do film festivals and you know also um if i'm not you guys do you guys live in texas there are some horror conventions some big horror like, conventions like texas frightmare yeah. i don't know how far away you are from any of those once your film's complete submit it you know, to yeah. uh, you know, yeah. so um, we want to get the movie out to as much people as possible. Whether, yeah, definitely. Whatever website, festival, wherever, we just want people to see it and acknowledge the movie yeah. and check and out the production. Check out like the monster manias and the Texas Frightmares and the Horror Hounds because they usually have a special. They usually don't charge a full vendor fee for like press mm -hmm. stuff. So you yeah. might be able to get a deal and just like, hey, hand out a million pamphlets. Check out our shit. Yeah, I know when I um, was a vendor at NJ HorrorCon to be a press table, um, it was like 200 bucks for the yeah. weekend, you know? Uh, but yeah, how cool would that be, though? You submit it to a horror convention and, you know, you're 18 years old and you see your 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 name on the, the horror convention. Um, yeah, yeah, Texas Frightmare is a big one out there. I don't know where in Texas Horror Hound, I believe, you know, comes to Texas. But yeah, definitely submit it as much as you can all right guys so i'm gonna give the floor to you guys for all your social medias your youtube i know knight has a youtube page and also where we can find those short uh films you mentioned okay so uh you can find us at night official movie on instagram and youtube the short films are on my main channel off brand kevin on youtube and uh yeah, that's about that's about it, right? Yeah, we post a lot of stuff like teasers and all that on the YouTube channel and on the Instagram right here. 
and he posts a lot about the characters about the film and a lot about that you could just stay updated with the film so make sure to follow that if you want to see a lot about the horror movie oh you know the the main question i forgot to ask what is your anticipated like completion when you want to have it somewhere uh why what do you mean is like that... when when okay so you're, you're currently filming a movie um let's say when do you want to have it completed by oh it should be uh we're having hosts to have it completed by the end of this year okay or the beginning of next year okay and i'm sure you've already looked into how to submit it to amazon or to be yes is it a lot of work to do all like is it like uh do they have you go through hoops and a lot of red oh yeah it's a, it's a lot of uh trial and error and you okay. can't even like you have to send it to them and have to wait like a month or two for them to get back to you and stuff like that so it's a it's a certain process but i'm willing to do it you know this is my passion try it on you know try send it to shutter too oh, shutter yeah. yeah shutter does a lot of independent stuff as well so you know and they got some good content as well but yeah that'd be that's great all right so we are looking forward to your film coming out sometime in 2024 which is awesome yeah. and you know I guess or 2023 that... yeah most likely 2023 oh okay yeah. oh okay awesome. at the end so i got you uh, oh, but... oh to have it out somewhere by the end of this year Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I thought your filming would be would be completed by this year. All right. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks for coming on the show. You know, we we always want to support the 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 local. Well, not the local, but the small guys, the small ones. You know, not the yeah. Hollywood franchise. We want independent artists to be successful. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We, really we, we, we need you because the shit they're putting out now is driving me insane <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we try to make it good you know we're trying to be different from others we don't want to do the same thing that other people do you know we want right. to try to make our own ideas and trying to persuade them very good all, all right. right so we're gonna wrap this up this has been another episode of the horror shed podcast we will see you next monday goodbye <laughs>